The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to MLB DFS Quick Hits. This will be your Friday, April 7th edition. Hope everybody had a good Thursday. It was uh, quite the interesting day of action as we talked about. Uh, very interesting day to say the least. Um, pitching was, yeah, and they, they have all the bats, but it wasn't the big bats that got it done. That's why I did mention if you want to go off the wall, might be your way to win a GPP and there you go. Uh, today we have a 15 game all day slate, five game early, 10 game late, and we get our first Coors Field action today. But it's on the five game early slate, so all those Coors Field complainers, you can lay off the early slate if you want, or go small and then go big on the night slate. Both slates are kind of not the greatest for pitching. Um, if you want to go Coors, you're gonna have to take some serious gambles. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Like I, I said on a podcast with Yancey Eaton on Benched with Bubba, when you're doing DFS, the old fade Coors approach is not always the best. It works like, I don't know, I don't have the exact math, but it's maybe 20% of the time runs happen in Coors. Today's over-under in Coors is 11.5 for a reason. Um, so you can fade it, but I recommend having one or two stacks in there just to be safe, depending on how many lineups you build. If you just build one lineup, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, you're definitely playing with fire if you're avoiding Coors. If Coors doesn't go off, you're a god. But if it if it goes off, your night's over real quick. Let's talk about Vegas real quick. Um, Washington, huge favorite over Philadelphia. Pittsburgh, pretty decent-sized favorite over Atlanta. Over-under 11.5, Dodgers, Colorado, as mentioned. Over-under 8 in Boston, Detroit. And then 8.5 in Giants, Padres. On the night slate, you have uh, over-under 9 with the Yankees and the Orioles. The next big over-under in Oakland and Texas, 9.5. Chicago, Milwaukee, 9. 8.5 in Kansas City, Minnesota. 8.5 in Minnesota, Chicago, White Sox. 9.5 in Cleveland, Arizona. And we end the night 8.5 in Seattle and Los Angeles. So a lot of games to target. Four games on the night slate of 9 or above, which is outstanding because it makes sense if you look at the pitching there. Let's check weather real quick. Uh, slight chance of showers in Pittsburgh. Looks like it dies off as the day goes on. So maybe a late start there. It's their home opener. Uh, wind blowing out straightaway center field at 21 miles an hour. So get ready for that. Tigers home opener to Boston. Wind blowing out hard to center as well at 21. 
Nationals Phillies wind blown out hard to right field in that one. Two hard throwers. Small ballpark. Don't be surprised if we see a couple dongs in that one. Yankees O's wind's blowing out pretty good to right in that one in Baltimore. Marlins Mets wind blowing out to right in uh, New York. Lots of heavy, heavy wind. We're talking 20 mile hour plus winds. Oakland, Texas with that high over under. Wind's blowing in hard, hard from right field, blowing in at 12 miles an hour. Astros should close the roof. Brew crew closed the roof. White Sox, nothing there. It looks like good weather. We only have that one big rain to worry about, folks. That's great to see. Uh, so keep an eye on that one. Pirates game, it looks like it'll die off. So knock on wood, not too many bad rain situations. Tons of wind. Tons, tons of wind. So keep an eye on that one. We're going to start things off by breaking down the five-game early slate. Then we'll go to the ten-game evening. Instead of going long and Long and drawn out on each situation. We'll go uh, game by game, and then I'll give you a quick recap at the end. On the five-game early slate, you have Braves at Pirates, Nationals at Phillies, Dodgers at Rockies, Boston at Detroit, San Francisco at San Diego. Home openers for pretty much all of these teams. So let's get it rocking and rolling. Your first game of the day, the Atlanta Braves at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Mike Fultonevich versus Yvonne Nova. Uh, Nova is one of the uh, pitchers I'm targeting today at $7,000. Mixed results on him from the quote-unquote experts out there. Uh, Mixed opinions, not results. But he had a great season last year. uh, 32 games played, 26 starts. ERA of 417, but a lot of that was in the first half. With the Yankees, he was very, very good when coming over to the Pirates, as mentioned before. At home last year, two four six ERA in six starts. Did not face Atlanta at all. We know the Atlanta offense isn't the best in the world. Nova will shut things down for the most part. Given you know you got Marcakis and Kemp and Freeman, Inciarte. There's options there if you want to get some Atlanta action. I won't blame you at all there. But Ivan Nova at 7K on a day full of rough pitching, not bad at all. I will have some Ivan exposure. Going up against Fultonevich, last year 4-3-1 ERA. This kid has, he's like, bipolar is the wrong word, but he's like a, he's like a coin toss out there. He's either really good or really bad. On the road, 4-3-9 ERA, 60Ks and 69 and two-thirds. The Pirates' bats have not been good at all this year, given they face, you know, Chris Sale, Rick Porcello. I get it. But, uh... If you're looking for an interesting off-the-wall option, Fulte at uh, 7,600 is not the worst play in the world. I'd rather have Nova in this game and save 600 because if you are attacking Coors, you're going to want to save money tonight. But Fulte's not the worst play. You just got to know that he could get blown up very quickly because that's Mike Fultonevich and that's what he does. So uh, Nova, Fulte in this matchup go with a little Nova. Moving on to the bats. We'll kick it off in the catcher's position. Uh, we'll just go with the bats for Atlanta. Obviously, looking into Freddie Freeman at $4,500. The guy just rakes um, on a bad team. Good good look there at 4500 Going around the diamond. If you want to take a little gamble in a punt play, which you might need a few punts here and there, problem is you won't be punting third base. When it comes to the Coors slate, uh, but Adonis Garcia... Last year, hit 273, 14 homers. Big, big power potential for a $3,300 bat. Um, he hit nine of his 14 home runs on the road last year. 
against Pittsburgh. He was four for 12 with two doubles, two ribbies last year. He actually averaged 8.7 fantasy points per game against the Pirates last year. He's a boomer bust type guy. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But uh, when it comes to punt plays, he's third base outfield eligible, $3,300. Adonis Garcia, definitely worth a look if you're uh, going into that department. Moving on to shortstop, you have Dansby Swanson at $3,200. Not a bad punt play at short either. But more importantly, when it comes to the Braves, we look into the outfield. You have Freeman at first, and then when it comes to the outfield, Matt Kempe double-donged yesterday. Uh, very nice look against Ivan Nova as well at uh, 44000 on the dot. Very solid look there, Matt Kemp. Ender and Ciarte, I always like. If you've paid attention to the first few podcasts, I really like guys that have a little bit of power potential and a lot of stolen base potential if you're not going to pay up for the big guys. Enciarte at $3,700 gives you tons of steal potential. He had 16 steals last year. Um, he's got an OBP of about 350 plus. So he's going to get on base and give you a chance to steal. Get in front of Freeman and Kemp and the others. Score some runs. Uh, Enciarte at 3700 is a nice look if you're going for a little boss, uh, brave stack. And last but not least, Enciarte, or no, sorry, Marquecas at 3500 Another left-handed bat against Nova worth targeting in this one. Going to the Buccos side of things, Starling Marte at $4,500. Really, really good look. My favorite look is, barring health, you need to make sure he's healthy. He DH'd in Boston. But we have um, Gregory Polanco. Uh, I love this kid. $4,200. Going to have a big, big year. Good power potential, gap potential, so extra base potential there. Has the ability to steal some bags as well. He uh, hit 296 last year at home. Uh, 20 doubles, 3 triples, 9 home runs. So that's 20 to 32 extra base hits out of his 75 hits in Pittsburgh. Really like Gregory Polanco against Fultonevich. Fulte struggles against lefties. And uh, Polanco is a very solid play. You can go McCutcheon at 43 or Marte at 45. Marte's got that stolen but base potentially like a lot with some power a little Marte parte but Gregory Polanco is my top pirate if you're going Pittsburgh's route other than that as much as I said you can fade Fulte this is why I kind of like him their offense has been very dismal to say the least to start the season so outside of the outfielders and maybe some uh, maybe some punt plays around the infield there's not much to like in Pittsburgh till they prove otherwise Moving on to Boston, Detroit, Mike Fulmer versus Stephen Wright. Fulmer, $8,400. Phenomenal rookie campaign. 306 ERA, 112 whip. Really got it done. Heading in, or this is the home opener for the Tigers. So he gets gets the nod on the home opener. Last year at home with three ERA and 60 innings pitch, 20 earned, 50 Ks. Pretty solid number. He's not a big strikeout guy. Boston, we know... um, has a world beaters offense. The reason why I potentially like Fulmer today, most days I would just fade him. A, it's a five-game slate. So you're limited on what you have. He is a very good pitcher, so you have to take that into account. But second, Xander Bogarts is out on bereavement leave. And Mookie Betts, they expect him to play, but he's sick and he might not play. So keep an eye on the lineup. Lineup can be very interesting. If I use Fulmer, I will definitely have Boston in play somewhere else because their prices are relatively cheap today, especially on a Coors slate. Um, but Fulmer at $8,400, definitely an interesting uh, gamble play, GPP type play. 
Stephen Wright, I uh, used him a lot last year in DFS. I have to see how healthy he really is. He's uh, he's coming off an injury, a slow start. His knee's still kind of bothering him if you listen to Around the Bases with myself and Boston Mo. Mo is the Red Sox guy, and he talks about how Wright is still recovering. They say he's healthy, which is fine, but he's a knuckleball pitcher, so you don't have to be 1,000% healthy. Um, he had a really good year last year. On the road, a 2-1-0 ERA compared to a 4-5-4 at home. So, he really liked pitching on the road. Uh, it's supposed to be windy there in Detroit. That knuckleball, the, the wind's right, can get real nasty. So, at $8,100, definitely worth a gamble. I won't go wrong there um, with Stephen Wright. Both these pitchers, very decent upside, very high gamble. We could see either one getting beat up because you're facing top-notch offenses. But uh, definitely nice gamble picks on both sides of the on the mound there. Going to the Red Sox bats, we obviously like uh, Betts if he is playing at 4,800, but it's dicey. I would avoid Betts today, not saying he's not going to go yard. I can hear it now. Oh, he double dongs. Betts is great. I shouldn't have to tell you to play Betts. Like, I should have to tell you to play Trout, Bryant, Harper, those guys. But Betts is great. What I would do is I'd move down. You got Jackie Bradley Jr. at 3,700 and Andrew Benintendi at 34. Those prices are lunacy. Uh, against Fulmer. I know Fulmer's a good pitcher, and like I said, he could shut him down. He was a potential side candidate at one time, and then a Rookie of the Year candidate, Rookie of the Year winner. Um, but Bradley Jr., Ben Intendi at those prices are absolutely murder. You have to be able to uh, fill them in. If you're not doing Coors, or for crying out loud, you could probably mix in at least Ben Intendi into Coors stacks if you want and get that power potential. Remember, the wind is howling in t- Detroit. So that ball should be popping out of there. Benintendi at $3,400 is just ridiculous. Bradley at thirty-seven is another stupid price. So two guys to definitely look into there. Going around the diamond for the Bo Sox. Uh, Panda's doing okay. I got to see more consistency from him. But $3,200, not a bad plump play at third. Pedroia at thirty-six is isn't bad at second. Um, first base, Hanram, four grand. Uh, definitely a look there. First base outfield eligible. And behind the dish, if you want a punt play, I love him. He's always cheap. The catcher, Sandy Leone, walked it off two nights ago. An extra to three-run ding-dong. $2,600, phenomenal punt play for Sandy Leone. But most, my, my top two plays, Bradley Jr. and Benintendi, is just crazy for the Red Sox. Going to the Tigers, we'll kick it off in the outfield. Uh, Jay Upton, four grand, like that a lot against uh, Mr. Wright. And if you want to look into our boy Jacoby Jones, uh, he's not out for the eligible here. We'll get to him right next at shortstop. Uh, he's only 2700 I'd hesitate to use him today just because a knuckleball pitcher, he's a rookie. A lot of rookies haven't seen a lot of knuckleballs in the minors. It could be a long day for Jacoby. So uh, definite value play, definite punt play. If he gets on, he can run. He's got power. I like it all. If you need a punt play, he's one of the better punt players on the day. Extremely risky with the knuckleballer on the mound. Just keep that in mind. Nick Castellanos at $3,600 is a great play at third base. Uh, Tigers, both these both these teams, phenomenal offenses, very underpriced against uh, because they're facing the pitching they're facing. But remember, the total is over under of eight, and uh, the wind is howling out. So even if these pitchers only go five or six and you get into the bullpen, you're going to get in a bat or two against the bullpen in very favorable hitting conditions with this value. All it takes is one extra base hit, one ding-dong, and oh boy. So keep that in mind. Castellanos, 3,600. Ian Kinsler, 42. He's one of the higher-priced 
options today in this ball game for the Tigers, but uh, all he does is hit, 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 and uh, steal bases, score runs in front of the likes of Miggy Cabrera at 47. If you want to go down at first base, V-Mart at 35 is a great play. I love Victor Martinez. I love pivoting off of Miggy. Miggy's phenomenal. There's no doubting that. But uh, Victor Martinez, very quality professional hitter as well. He's always a $1,000 or so cheaper. So if you want a, a salary relief and access to the Tigers, you can go V-Mart at 35. And if you want a punt catcher, just like Sandy Leone at 26, James McCann at 27. One thing I'll say, when you're building Coors stacks, one of the best ways to get away with it is either the cheapest Coors catcher, but that's still expensive. Punting catchers is an easy way to get uh, extra Coors offense. So a Sandy Leone at 26 is amazing. On most of my Coors stacks, I will have Sandy Leone in there at 26. I'm not even going to hide that right now. So McCann at 27, Leone at 26. Both good looks there behind the dish. Washington at Philadelphia, the return of Mad Max Scherzer. Scherzer, $13,000 against the Phillies. If you can afford him with your Coors stack, you are doing life right. If you can't, you better have him in your other lineups that don't have Coors involved. I know he's coming off injury, so some might be skeptical. All reports are he's throwing fine. That's why they gave him a little extra rest. Max is amazing. I shouldn't have to go on about him too long. He's a strikeout machine going up against the Phillies offense, which is a strikeout in the in the making. Only thing about Mad Max, remember last year the home run rate. I mentioned the weather in Philly, ball flying out of there, small small park. Max will likely give up a couple dongs, so we will look into some Phillies bats for sure. But Mad Max, thirteen thousand, he's going to strike. He's got double digit strikeout potential every time he takes the mound. Uh, lock and load. Vince Velasquez opposite Max at 8,900. Very good stuff with Vinny. Big strikeout arm there. Uh, he had 85 Ks and 65 and two-thirds home starts. A 2880 ERA compared to 537 on the road. One may say he likes pitching at home, which is odd in that ballpark. But he is a strikeout monster. Nationals offense is filthy. I will definitely have Nationals bats in play. But Vinny Velasquez at $8,900 when you're trying to save money. Off of Mad Max, they both have phenomenal strikeout potential. Given the teams they're facing, Phillies, White, the uh, Nationals might be a little harder to strike out one than the other. But uh, at eighty nine hundred dollars, you're saving over four thousand dollars and getting phenomenal upside there. So Vinny Velasquez definitely in play tonight. Do not sleep on Vincent. Going to the bats for the Nats, Bryce Harper at forty eight hundred dollars, always in play. Trey Turner, 4700 I told you I'd rather play Adam Eaton because Turner, just, he's just not there. He's going to have a lot more down days than good. Well, Adam Eaton's four grand, and he went yard yesterday, so Adam Eaton will be in my lineups again today. Love Adam Eaton. If you only want one outfielder, play Eaton, save the money on the rest, put the money elsewhere. Harper's always good, but Adam Eaton at four grand, uh, great play there. Moving on to the rest of the Nationals. Don't forget Turner, shortstop eligible as well. Daniel Murphy, second base and third base eligible at 4,400. Absolutely love him. He's just a great all-around baseball hitter with power upside. Um, I'd almost rather have him and Eaton than put Harper in play. Harper's obviously great, but uh, Murphy at 8, 8K, or 4,400 is phenomenal. And moving on to, if you want a cheaper catcher, Matt Weeders at 3,100. Obviously a decent look there. Moving on to the Philadelphia Phillies bats. Odubel Herrera, second base and outfield eligible at 3,600. 
very good. Number he's batting third in the lineup. Can hit a fastball. Good look there. Michael Saunders at 33, definite power potential. Daniel Novin doubled dong yesterday at 33. A lot of people are going to be on him if he's in the lineup for a cheap outfielder. Can't blame you. But uh, Saunders and Nava at 33 are good outfield, cheap outfield options in this one. Moving to the infield, Freddie Galvis at 3,100 is a sneaky shortstop third base eligible play there. Uh, Franco, 38, I kind of stay away there, but very much home run potential. Second base, Cesar Hernandez at 31. So you can get the, the middle infield for the Phillies at 3,100 each if you're punting against Mad Max. And Tommy Joseph, 34. So if you're fading Max, I don't mind it at all. You want to look into a Dubo from the left side, Cesar from the left side, Blanco. I like those three in the middle of your stack. And then you can look at the outfield. You can mix and match maybe a Saunders or a Nava in there. Keep the left side of the plate open. But uh, if you want the power upside, Tommy Joseph, Franco, definite dong potentials there. I wouldn't go heavy on a Philly stack, but it's a good contrarian look just for the, the knowledge of Scherzer usually, usually gives up a dong or two. Dodgers, Rockies, the return of Hunjin Ryu versus Kyle Freeland. Uh, Ryu at 5,700, Freeland at four. The Dodgers have never seen Freeland. It's kind of like my Triggs theory, which, by the way, got you 15 points yesterday at $4,100. That's why we played him. And the Rockies youngster that the Brew Crew have never faced, he almost got you 20 points. So the cheap punt play has paid off yesterday. Uh, Freeland... I'll sprinkle some Freeland out there today at 4K. I'm terrified of the Dodgers offense. I'll have a lot of Dodgers in my Coors stack because, like I said before, Coors stacking, everybody runs to the Rockies. Don't forget two teams play in that game. Sometimes I, it's so much better using the other team in the stack because they're, they're lower owned than the Rockies. Freeland uh, is a left-handed youngster, made the rotation. This will be his first career start, I believe. Um, yeah, 4K, the Dodgers have never seen him. You're going to get a couple trips through the lineup with him. Hopefully he gets you about five innings or six innings. 4K, he's worth a gamble if you're punting. But uh, it's scary, scary to say the least. Hunjin Ryu at 5,700. Uh, I want to see how healthy he really is. I usually avoid all Coors pitchers, but he's, there's worse looks. I'm not going to deep dive into the offense. Um you know, you got Blackman, Cargo in the outfield. There's no doubt there for the Rocks. You got uh, Arenado, phenomenal look. Seager, or, uh, Story, a great look. If you want to, uh, Mark Reynolds at first base at 4,200 against the lefty is amazing because he loves hitting his lefties. Uh, then you got your catchers, Garneau and Walters. Walters, 3,400. That's actually not too expensive for a Coors catcher, so keep that in mind. But, you know, Arenado's story, Reynolds is a great one, two, three. You got Blackman and Cargo. Blackman's actually hit Ryu okay in limited action. Going over to the Dodgers side of things, Puig double-donged yesterday at 5,100. is a really good look. Forsyth, 4,900 against a lefty. Solid look. Turner's 4,900. He's got reverse splits, but still hits lefties well. And it's Coors Field. Grandal, 46. Uh, don't forget Franklin Gutierrez, $4,600, loves facing lefties. He's priced up. There's some value if, you know, Trace Thompson or Kiki Hernandez or Scott Van Slyke play the outfield as well, or even first base. Uh, keep an eye on pricing, Seager, 55. The one thing to keep in mind with this Freeland kid, he's probably not going to go too deep, so you're getting a lot of Rockies bullpen. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about the righty-lefty situation there. 
uh, if it scares you off of like a uh, Adrian Gonzalez or a Seager for some reason, or even a Jock Peterson, make sure Jock's in the lineup. He might not even be in the starting lineup. But you're going to see a lot of Rockies bullpen, so don't worry too much about the lefty-righty matchup in this one. But it's Coors Field, like I, like I usually say, just stack away. Mix and match. There's going to be runs everywhere. The over-under is 11.5, for Christ's sake. Moving on to the final game on the early slate, the Giants-Padres over-under 8.5. We have Matty Kane at 5,500 versus Luis Perdomo at 5,100. I'll be avoiding both pitchers in this one. I think this gets ugly. If you want to roll the dice on Kane, knock yourself out, but I'll be staying away. For the Giants bats, Posey 3,900. Always good first base catcher eligible. I love uh, Brandon Belt at $3,800 is a sneaky cheap price against Perdomo. Belt's off to a roaring start this season. He walks. He's been showing power. Good matchup against Perdomo. Belt at 38 is very nice. Uh, you always have... <clears throat> Panic, $3,600. Very good look there. He had the day off yesterday, so he'll be back in action today. At third base, Nunez, $3,800. Shortstop, love me some B-Craw at $35. The Giants are ridiculously cheap tonight against Perdomo. It's a 3.40 Pacific time start, so afternoon start in San Diego. Uh, a giant stack. I'd almost stack this game for a sneaky stack to be in order. Pence at four grand. He's swinging a nice stick. And uh, see if Spanner Gorky Hernandez is starting. But I like the Giants infield. If you get some Belt, Crawford, Panic, and sprinkle in Posey, Pence, Nunez, some of those guys. But uh, Crawford and Belt for sure. I like those two. If you just want a couple Giants, I like those two a lot. They just don't hit next to each other. So it's not the most ideal stacking situation. But uh, a nice look nonetheless with those two bats. For the Padres, Will Myers at 4,600. Uh, he went yard. Yesterday, I believe it was, and uh, should should be in for a good day. Matt Cain's just not good, guys. He'll 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 look good for like maybe one trip to the order, and then he gets ugly. So Ryan Schimp, second base, third base eligible at thirty six hundred. Solarte, second base, third base eligible at thirty five hundred. Love both of those two today. If you don't want to pay up for Myers, those two are nice little plays in the mix. Also, Manny Margot at thirty four hundred is really good, and my man Hunter Renfro, who I'm huge on this season. He's still 3,300. He went yard two days ago. Yesterday was three for four with a stolen base. Uh, Hunter Renfro, very, very nice look. Look how the lineup's built out. Maybe a, a Salarte shrimp, shrimp Renfro stack is good. Sprinkle in some Will Myers if you want to go heavy on the pods, which is not always the best, but it's there. So there's your five-game slate. Pitchers were targeting Mad Max at 13K. Vinny Velasquez, 89. You can try some Fulte at 76. Nova at 7, I like. Um... We'll roll the dice on Freeland at four. One note on Michael Fulmer. Check the Red Sox lineup. Like I said, Bogarts is out. If Betts is out, it makes it a little more intriguing at 8,400. I still like JBJ and uh, Benintendi in that one. Don't forget your value catchers on the early slate. Leon at 26. McCann at 27. Uh, you got first base You besides your normal stack. Freddie Freeman's 45. I love Belt at 38. For the outfield, I'm not mentioning Coors, guys. You figure Coors out on your own. For the out, uh, for second base, Panic at 36, and then Schimpf, Salarte combos, even some Cesar Hernandez at 31. Third base, got Eduardo Nunez, Nick Castellanos at 36. If you want to punt, Adonis Garcia, not bad either. Shortstop, B-Crot, 35 is very, very nice. Maybe a little Freddie Galvis at 31. 
in the outfield besides Captain Obvious plays. Gregory Polanco at 42 is a very, very nice play. Pence at 4K, Eaton at 4K. JBJ and Benintendi. JBJ at 37, Benintendi at 34. Like those a lot. Like I said, Manny Margot at 34. If you want the leadoff batter, at least he was leading off yesterday. Jankowski for the Padres is only 3K. So if you want some cheap options to stack with Coors. Uh, I like a Boston stack if Betts is in. But I like just JBJ Benintendi by themselves. Roll with that if you want. They don't hit next to each other. only downside. Detroit versus Wright. Pitt versus Fulte. You got Coors. I love stacking the game of uh, Padres and Giants. A little stack there. You can stack those guys and easily get Scherzer into your lineup. You can probably go Scherzer-Nova and stack a lot of that Padres-Giants game and just hope the offense is there. Eight and a half total. I see it going over. Definitely something to look at there. Going on to the evening slate, we have ten games in play. Uh, New York-Baltimore over under nine. Miami-Mets over under seven and a half. Toronto-Tampa Bay over under eight. Oakland-Texas over under nine and a half. Cubs Milwaukee over under nine. Royals Astros over under eight and a half. Twins White Sox over under eight and a half. Cincy St. Louis over under eight. Cleveland Arizona over under nine and a half. Seattle LA over under eight and a half. So four games at nine or better. We have offense, folks. Lots of offense. Let's go New York Baltimore to kick things off. Ubaldo Jimenez versus Luis Severino. Over under nine for a reason here. Um, you can roll the dice with Baldy if you want. Hope is sink or sink, and otherwise it's batting practice. Severino, a good young kid, $5,800, snuck into the late end of the rotation. Uh, he's just had control issues. He's got decent K potential, but he likes to walk quite a few. Very hittable as well. He's given up over a hit and inning pitched. Makes you like yourself some, uh, some Baltimore bats today. Let's get into the bats. I don't like either pitcher here. Pitching's pretty suspect again in this one, just like uh, just like last night. So don't get uh, or yeah, just like the early slate. So don't get too carried away here. Let's kick it off with the Yankees bats against Ubaldo Jimenez. Matt Holliday, first base outfield eligible at forty six. By the way, the prices on a lot of teams have gone up a boatload for non Coors games. Yankees, one of them. Cubs, another. There's some crazy prices. But Trumbull's all the way up, or Holiday's all the way up to 46 after being in the mid-threes in Tampa Bay. Uh, Gardner, Ellsbury, 45-43. Ellsbury's actually not a bad look. He's swinging a decent bat to start the year and has a little bit of history against Ubaldo. Not a big sample size, but uh, not a horrible start uh, against Ubaldo. And if you want some dongage potential, judge at 43. But Holiday and Ellsbury probably my outfield options. If you're going around the horn... Uh, third base, Chase Headley's only 38. He uh, he hits him, him and is okay. Off to a really nice start to the season. And uh, first base, Greg Bird. He's gone all the way up to four grand. We've talked about how cheap he was. He's three or below all Tampa Bay series. He's up to four grand today. That's that's too expensive for Gregory Bird. Massive power potential, but uh, he needs to wake up before I start paying that price tag. And I'm sorry, but Gary Sanchez at $5,500. We know what he can do, but he hasn't done a goddamn thing this year. So if he double dongs, I'll tip my cap, but I'm not paying that price for a guy that can 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 barely uh can barely hit a wiffle ball uh in a slow pitch game right now. So Holiday Ellsbury, maybe a little headley, but uh in the in the matchup they have their prices are just too too expensive right now. Moving on to the Orioles, Chris Davis, first base outfield eligible at forty nine hundred dollars. Very good look here against Severino, who gives up a lot of uh, good contact. So 
Davis Trumbo, Trumbo 4,700. He's taken Severino deep a couple times this year. So two pricey bats, two very, very good bats to look at in the outfield for the O's. Got Manny Machado, third base and shortstop eligible. He has gone yard a couple times on Severino, but he's $5,600. That's more than the highest price Coors bat. Let that sink in. They're playing in Baltimore. $5,600. Freeland is pitching. He's more expensive than probably four or five pitchers on the overall day, the day and night slate combined. It's crazy. If you can fit him in, he's a great play, but that's just asinine, which might make his ownership extremely low, so keep that in mind. Uh, so Davis, Trumbo, Machado, all really good looks there. Uh, if you want a cheap catcher, Wellington Castillo, but he's facing a righty. But uh, their prices, both these teams' prices are just crazy. So the, the ownership will be low. Should be tons of offense. Over-under is nine. It's just hard to squeeze them in unless you're punting, pitching, and really punting good, which you, you can tonight. Going on to Miami and the Mets, Wee-Yen Chen versus Zach Wheeler. Wheeler, one of my favorite arms tonight at 8K. I'll be heavy on Wheeler, hoping he does what Harvey did. Harvey got you over 20 points yesterday. Wheeler's looked really good this spring as well. Miami's offense does strike out quite a bit, and they are ice cold. There's a few bats to look at with the fish, no doubt about it, but I'll roll the dice with Wheeler at 8K all day long. Going up against a weekend, Chen at $8,200. I'll be far, far away from Chen. For the Marlins bats, you always have Stanton with Homer upside at 47. Yellick at 41 is a very good look there. If you are going Marlins, I'd start it off with Yellick. Uh, going around the infield, Go Dietrich if you want. Gordon's 4K. If you want a cheap first base uh, with upside, Justin Bohr, $3,100. And then Rio Muto hit a two-run shot yesterday. I love this guy. He's just finale runs. He steals. He hits. He's only 3400 So if you want to go off the board a little bit, most won't be playing him. Rio Muto at 3400 is a good look. So Rio Muto, Yellick, maybe some Stanton. That's about as far as I go with the fish if you're fading Wheeler. When it comes to the Mets against... Chen, Ioannis Cespedes, $4,400. Lock and load that man. He's taken him deep once in his career. Uh, I love Cespedes tonight if you're playing the Mets. Granderson and Bruce, $3,900, $3,600 respectively. Good looks value-wise. See, so much more value in this game already than the first game we talked about. But the over-under is only 7.5, so they're planning on Chen throwing well. Keep that in mind. Going around the diamond. There's Drupal Cabrera at $3,700. Like him a ton at shortstop. Off to a great start this season. He's a switch hitter. Uh, Drupal, very good look there. Another guy to keep your eye on. Uh, Wilmer Flores, he's second base and third base eligible. $3,300. Played first base last night. He rakes against lefties. Rakes, rakes, rakes. Super cheap, $3,300. Flores, as Drupal Cabrera, good one-two punch. Sprinkle and suspedis. Love it. And if you need a catcher, Travis Dierno is only $3,100. Had a good night last night. The potential is there with this kid. He just has to rein it in. Another good opportunity for him tonight at 3100 So I do like a Met stack, and they're relatively cheap compared to some other options on your evening slate. Toronto, Tampa Bay, Francisco, Liriano versus Matt Andres. Liriano, $8,900. Love him tonight. Top-priced option I'm going with. It's actually the top-priced option on the board. So there's that. But uh, Lariano, $8,900. Lock me up. It's Tampa Bay's offense. They have a couple options, no doubt about it. But uh, 
Nice K upside for Lariano. Get you, it's get you some good work just like Stroma did yesterday. Lariano, $8,900. Awesome Lariano Wheeler lineups and mix and match around that, plus some other options we will talk about in a few. Going with Matt Andres. I got to see some more from Andres. He's, he's shimmered. He's shown shimmers of good and then shimmers of bad. So uh, I'll stay away from him tonight. For the Toronto Blue Jays, you always have Joey Bats at 4,400. Um, if you're going around the rest of the outfield, you could go with as little Ezekiel Carrera at 2,800 if you want to punt there. You got Tulo, $3,800 at shortstop. Mr. Donaldson's 4900 He's $700 cheaper than Machado. I'd rather pay the $700 cheaper for Donaldson, even though I know Machado's upside just financially makes more sense to me. And last but not least, Kendrys Morales at first base. He had a granny yesterday, $3,700. Uh, very good spot for him again tonight. Like that a lot, uh, Kendrys Morales. So a little Kendrys Donaldson action, maybe mix and match around that. For the Tampa Bay Rays, going up against the lefty in Lariano. Sousa Jr. left with an injury yesterday, so keep your eye on that. Kiermaier hits lefties, okay, $3,500, so I can't fault you if you do that. Um, remember, you'll get bullpen action out of Toronto, and their bullpen's not the best. But uh, Rays versus lefty, Ricky Weeks Jr., $2,200. If you're punting or if you're doing an all-day slate, and you need some Coors help, you can throw Ricky Weeks in your outfield for 2200 Or if you're maxing with Max Scherzer and you want to pay up for another pitcher instead of a punt pitcher, Ricky Weeks at $2,200 is a good look if you're doing the all-day slate. Keep him in mind in this one. At shortstop, uh, Tim Beckham at $3,100. He's second base on shortstop eligible. Nice there. If you are playing raised bats, you need to go Longo. Longo at $4,200. Hits lefties extremely well. Hits Liriano pretty well in his career. Not the hugest of sample sizes, but uh, he has he has gone yard on Liriano this season. Uh, outside of those guys, not too much more to really really drool over. Uh, so give me you can go Derek Norris behind the dish if you want for twenty six hundred if you want to punt, but there's better punt catchers I've mentioned already. But even if you want to go a couple bats longer and weeks in this one, that's what I go if you're fading Liriano. Oakland A's at the Texas Rangers. It's going to be a hot one. Ball's going to be flying with the likes of A.J. Griffin versus Raul Alcantara over under nine and a half, and that might not be high enough. This is a great game. There's one other game I'm really excited about stacking. I might use neither pitcher. If you want to go A.J. Griffin and roll the dice against the A's offense, knock yourself out. They're not the they're not world beaters as we know, but I'll stay out of this one. For the A's bats, Chris Davis with a K at $4,600 is a great price. This this yard with that pitching matchup could play like Coors Field. We saw how the Indians and the Rangers were scoring last series. Now the A's aren't the Indians, obviously, but they have potential power like Chris with a with a K Davis. Rajay Davis at 43 gets on base, steals four. Chris Davis, both good looks. I like Chris Davis a lot tonight. Marcus Simeon at 4K has massive homer potential in this ball yard. At third base, you have... Ryan Healy's first base, third base eligible. Healy is a phenomenal play tonight at 4K. Love Healy. Love him a lot. If you're going around the diamond, you got Steven Vogt at $3,800 first base and catcher eligible. I love a Vogt-Healy-Davis stack. If you want to sprinkle in even some Simeon in, I'm okay with it. But Vogt-Healy-Davis, Vogt at 38, Davis at 46, Healy at 4. 
Really, really nice stack against A.J. Griffin tonight. For the Rangers against Rayal Alcantara, Sensu choose 4,700. He's expensive. Not a bad look there. Nomar Mazzara at 41. Off to a blazing start just like he was last year. Went yard the other night. Take advantage of it while you can, guys. If he's playing at 41, he's good luck. I haven't recommended Joey Gallo a ton this year, but at 4K against Alcantara, there's massive dunk potential with Gallo tonight. Uh, keep Gallo in mind at 4K. Definitely worth a look. Uh, Delano DeShields Jr. at 3,900, also a sneaky play. It's, it's just amazing that the matchup the, the Rangers have tonight, how much cheaper they are than like the Yankees and Orioles were. That's all I have to say about that. It's just crazy. Uh, going around the infield, you have Andrus at short. I'll avoid there. Um, second base, Ruby Odor at 4,800. A little pricey. I'd probably go those other routes in the outfield I mentioned, but not a bad look at all. And then you have Naps at first at 44 and Lucroy at 45. Lucroy and Napoli, both decent looks from the right side. You're gonna get, with Alcantara on the mound, you're going to get a ton of A's bullpen. A ton. So keep that in mind. So Lucroy and Napoli, definitely worth a look there. But I love uh, like some Gallo sneaky play. He's not going to be super high owned. Mazzara, phenomenal play tonight. And then you can mix in the, the other Rangers. A Ranger stack, definitely in order. Definitely, definitely in order. And they're cheaper than like those Yankees and Orioles, which is what just blows my mind. Chicago at Milwaukee. We have Jimmy Nelson slipping Jimmy against Brett Anderson. Um in Milwaukee, the ball definitely could be flying in this yard. Jimmy Nelson has surprisingly done okay against the Cubs in the past. I don't care. I can't fade the Cubs. If you do, it's a GPP only, and I get it because if they pitch well, like some of the guys did for the Cardinals, it pays off for you. But you saw how well Lance Lynn was pitching yesterday, and then all of a sudden, boom, Schwarber hits a monster dong, and then they kept hitting him after that. Jimmy Nelson, fastball pitcher, if he's not located, these boys are going to tee off. We've seen the strikeout potential with Nelson. I just, I'm just going to go elsewhere tonight. I, one of the places is Brett Anderson. Uh, I'm not going to go a ton of Brett Anderson, but I can't go all Liriano and Wheeler tonight, and the pitching's that bad. So Anderson will get a little exposure in my lineups at 6,400. Um, Milwaukee sure can hit. We know that. Can hit lefties. But uh, Anderson coming off an injury-riddled season. The Cubs obviously liked what they saw. He pitched well this spring. Um, for $6,400, I will roll the dice with Mr. Anderson. For the Cubs' bats, you got Brian at 55. So he had another game with just crazy prices. That's why I'm liking like, that Texas-Oakland look so much better. Uh, Chris Bryant at 55. Schwarber at 5K. If you're going to go either one of those two, I like Schwarber more. Uh, Zobers, $4,700. Not bad at all either. Shortstop Addison Russell at $4,100. I love Russell. They've been hitting him top, middle of the order. He's right in the heart of that offense. $4,100, second base shortstop eligible. Moving over to first base, Anthony Rizzo at $5,500 as well. So these guys are pricey. You got Rizzo at $55, Bryant at $55, Schwarber at $5, uh, Zoberst at $47. It's going to be tough to stack these guys unless you're using the likes of Anderson and some other cheap, cheap options. So, it's a good GPP-style plays. Just keep that in mind, though. For the Brew Crews bats, at first base and outfield eligible, Eric Thames at 4K. Pretty solid look there off to a good start to the season. At uh, third base shortstop eligible, Johnny BR at 47. If Hernan Perez is playing, he's third base outfield eligible at $3,700. Uh, 
I like Perez today. If he's playing, you have to keep your eye on that. For my cheap shortstop, Arlando RC at 36 is a good look as well. Ryan Braun at 5,100 in the outfield. And uh, Domingo Santana at 4K. I like Santana at 4K if you want some cheap options. Uh, Thames at 4K. Those are two nice cheap options for some exposure against um, against Anderson in this one. Otherwise, those prices are damn pricey. But there should be some offense in this game. We noticed that. We said that the over-under is 9. So it's one of the 4 or 9 games. We've gone over 3 of them now. So definitely offense to be had in that one. So keep your eyes peeled. Royals at Astros. Mike Fires versus Jason Vargas. Another nice total here of 8.5. Houston's a minus 169 favorite. Um, you could go a little Fires if you want, but at $7,500, that's too expensive for me. I'll be fading both pictures. Let's go straight to the bats for the Royals. Locaine at 4K is a great play today. He likes hitting fire. He's hitting pretty well in his career. At 4K for the other options on the board, not bad at all. If you want to roll the dice on Alex Gordon, who's off to a slow start at $3,700, not the worst look either. Cheap shortstop, Alcides Escobar leading off. I always like his leadoff ability to steal bags. Uh one of my favorite plays for the Royals today and all over the slate. And I've been saying it every day. He's gone yard twice already. Mike Moustakis is still $3,200. If you're playing Royals at all or if you just want one third baseman out of this game and you want to know if you just want to punt third base, as they say, for a cheap option, Moustakis at $3,200 is one of the best plays you can make, period. Moving on to... The uh, first base, Eric Hosmer at $3,900 is very, very, very nice look as well. And Salvi Perez at $34. So Hosmer, Moose, Kane, like that three-way a ton. You can sprinkle Perez in there if you want. But uh, Hosmer, Moose, and Kane is a nice three-way stack for the Royals against Fires. Going on to the Astros, who I like a ton today. George Springer at $4,700. All he does is rake right now. He went yard again yesterday. That's back-to-back days. Phenomenal, phenomenal play at $47 against the lefty in Vargas. Uh, if you, Other cheaper options, Jake Mareznik at $2,900. Usually plays against the lefties, but uh, there's better punt outfielders today. Stay away from that. Uh, Carlos Correa at $5K. Very good look there. Very pricey, as we've said, but $5K, let alone. You got Bregman at $4,200. Not the worst look either. The one I like is first base, third base eligible. I mentioned him yesterday against the lefty uh, or against Paxton a couple days ago. Marwin Gonzalez, $3,200. He went yard yet again. He's already gotten yard twice this year. Hits lefties extremely well. $3,200, very good look. Gaddis behind the dish of $4,100 as well. But uh, Springer, Marwin Gonzalez, Correa, maybe some Gaddis. Those are the targets for me with the Astros. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez, a nice punt play at first base, third base at 3,200. You can go Marwin at first for 32, Moose at third for 32, and you have so much money left over in this game. Offense will be had. Just remember that. Minnesota at Chicago. White Sox, Phil Hughes, Derek Holland. More offense in this one, folks. Keep stacking away. Over under 8.5. Weather actually looks good for once. I'm not using either pitcher. We'll go straight to the offense. Miggy Snow. At $4,200 against Holland is one of the most must-play plays of the night. Third base outfield eligible. 
he is on fire. We expected big things from this kid this year, and he has not disappointed. In a, he's going from Minnesota to Chicago tonight. Much better hitter's yard against Greg Holland. Love Miguel Sano tonight. Robbie Grossman switch hitting at $3,700 is a sneaky look as well. Going around the diamond for the Twins. We'll get into uh, second base. Mr. Dozier facing a lefty at $4,600. Love that play. You can't, you can't not love that play if you pay attention to fantasy baseball. So a dozier Sano start in your twin stack is outstanding. Uh, see where Polanco is hitting in the lineup. Not a bad look there either. He's second base, third base eligible. He's off to a nice start. He's 3,500. But uh, start with some Sano and uh, Dozier, please. The White Sox against Phil Hughes. Melky Cabrera, $4,100 off to a smoking hot start to the season. I like him a lot tonight for $4,100. Uh, you can sprinkle some Avogosil Garcia if you want, but uh, I'll stick with Melky there. Moving around the diamond, if you want some Tim Anderson leading off at 38, it's not bad. Uh, remember, both these teams are going to face a lot of bullpen, I have a feeling. At third base, love Todd Frazier at 4,600. He's first base, third base eligible. First base, you obviously have uh, Jose Abreu at 4,400. Love him a ton as well. Giovanni Soto went yard twice yesterday, so he'll be everybody's talk at 2,800 if you want to play him. Can't fault you. Facing Phil Hughes, who's just a gas can at times. Soto at 2,800 is a good punt there, but be very popular tonight. Abreu, Frazier, Melky, 1-2-3. Love that, that start. You could go Abreu, Dozier, Frazier, Melky, and Sano in this game as a game stack. I like it a lot. It's not too expensive compared to the other games on the slate tonight. At uh, Cincinnati at Seattle, Mike Leak, Amir Garrett. Garrett making his debut. Uh, I like a little bit of Leak tonight. A little. Very little. Don't go crazy. But at uh, $6,800, we, we can take a chance at fading Cincinnati, but we will stack for sure. I also like little Garrett. St. Louis has not, or Cincinnati has not seen Garrett. Cincinnati's bats are suspect. Or, sorry, St. Louis has not seen them. And they've uh, got off to a slow start given they face some really good pitching with the Cubs. So they will wake up sooner than later. $5,500, strictly a punt play. Don't expect miracles, but uh, you never know. He could turn into a start like our Rockies boy yesterday. If you're fading Garrett, we look at Dexter Fowler at 4,600. Randall Gritchick at 4K in the outfield. Those two to start off with. Fowler's a little too pricey for me with the other options on the board, but not a bad look nonetheless. Um, at shortstop, you can go Aledemus Diaz, but at $4,300, just not bad. You could do better, but not bad. Third base, I like me some Johnny Peralta at 35 for some salary relief, but if you're going to relief, you go all the way down to Moose like we already talked about. Second base, uh, Jed Jericho, the sneaky good play tonight at $3,800 if he's in the lineup. My top play on the Cardinals, Matt Carpenter, 4,500, first base, third base eligible. As you can just tell, I just went through their roster, basically. And none of the names are lighting the world on fire, but it just takes one pitcher like a Garrett or something to give it up, and they're smoking again. Yachty Molina behind the dish at 37, also good. But Matt Carpenter for sure, and you can mix and match some Diaz and Fowler in there if you're feeling up to it. I do like the Reds tonight. If you're not using League, uh, Adam Duvall at $4,100, first base outfield eligible, has a little bit of history against uh, Leak. He's, uh, where did I put that? 
Uh, I can't find it now. But Duval has done okay against uh, against uh, sorry about that against Leak. Uh, Billy Hamilton at four K. I like him a lot. He's actually gotten on base quite a bit against Leak in his career. One of the few guys you could say that about steals bases. He actually has taken him yard as well. So good looks there. You could punt with Shebler at thirty six hundred. Another solid outfield punt there. I have no problem with Shebler, Hamilton, and Duval. The whole outfield with the Reds, I like tonight. I really do. Uh, if we're going to go around the diamond, a cheap shortstop, Cozart, 34. Third base, Suarez, 35. Not overly in love with either of them. Uh, Jose Peraza, second base shortstop, eligible at 37. Scooter Jeanette at 36. Two sneaky low-owned plays up the middle right there. Both have good potential tonight against Leak. Um, at first base, Joey Votto at 4,100 is phenomenal. Can't go wrong there. Uh, Tucker Barnhart at $2,700. Nice punt catcher as well. So the Reds' bats, I do like them tonight. Um, not as favorite as I like some other lineups tonight. But the outfield of Duvall, Shebler, and Hamilton I like a ton. Sneaky plays, Jeanette, Braz up the middle. And Votto at first is phenomenal. But uh, the whole outfield is in play for me with some Votto. Sprinkling some value plays up the middle if you want. But Cincinnati, don't sleep on them tonight. Cleveland at Arizona, Josh Tomlin, Shelby Miller. The over-under is 9.5, and, and my God, this matchup is just juicy. I can't touch either pitcher because Tomlin is a fly ball, a.k.a. home run machine in that ballpark is just terrifying. And Shelby Miller, we saw what he did last year. People loved what he has looked like this spring. I have to see it. If you want to roll the dice, go for it. But that Indians offense is fierce, and I'm not going to get in the way with the, of them with Shelby Miller. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use Cole Hamill's last series. Barely used any U Darvish. I'm not starting with Shelby Miller. Going on to those Cleveland bats, you can get Brantley at 4,800. I'll go cheaper elsewhere. Taylor Nyquin at uh, $3,800 is a nice cheap outfield option if you want some Cleveland exposure. Not overall the night. If you want Cleveland exposure. Going on to shortstop, probably the top shortstop on the evening slate, or one of them, Francisco Lindor at 4,500, went double dongage, including a granny. His last game out got 47 DraftKings points. He's a great play most nights. He's a phenomenal play tonight. Jose Ramirez, third base outfield eligible at $4,300. Like him a ton tonight. If we're, if we're stacking Cleveland, Ramirez and Lindor are in your stack. There's no, no way around that. At first base, this is where it sucks with interleague play. There's no DH. So you have Edwin Encarnacion and Carlos Santana. Edwin's 48. Santana's 47. See who's in the lineup. I'm hoping it's actually Carlos Santana because I like him a ton tonight. They might sneak him behind the plate. You never know. But you can only play one at first base on DraftKings. I like Carlos Santana at 47. Santana, Lindor, Ramirez stack is in play for me. Maybe some Naquin involved. Behind the plate. Jan Gomes at 33, Perez at 28. If either one's starting, both nice catching options as well in this one. Very solid stuff here. Over to the Diamondback side of the ball. We'll kick it off in the outfield. A.J. Pollock at $4,300 is as near a must-play if you're playing any, um, any D-backs players. David Peralta at $3,900 is on fire as well. Love both of them tonight. Um, the must play just like last night is Jake Lamb at 4,200 against the fly ball pitcher and Tomlin. Jake Lamb went yard yesterday as I basically said he would. I see another one out of Lamb tonight. Lamb, Pollock, Peralta, and of course Goldie. Goldie's 53 though, so he's expensive, but you got to get him in your stack. You have to fit him in there somewhere. 
Stacking against Tomlin it should be popular and justifiably so. But Goldschmidt, Lamb, Peralta, Pollock is outstanding. If you want to go a little off the radar, Chris Owings has been getting on base and stealing like crazy at $3,700. He's shortstop and outfield eligible. I like him a lot as well. And then Brandon Drury, second base outfield eligible at 37 All good pieces to the pie tonight. The big names are the way to go, but if you want to kind of be a little different than the rest, you could say no Pollock, use an Owings. You could say no Peralta, use an Owings or a Drury. Mix and match, it's just so hard deviating on who you don't want to use. You could not use Goldie and go Lamb and the outfielders, but you know Goldie could fucking double, triple dong in this game. There's a lot to be said. If Tomlin shuts him down, I will tip my cap and salute him, but uh, it's a bad, bad matchup for him. Very bad, very bad. That'll take us to the last game of the night. The Seattle Mariners at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Giovanni Gallardo versus Jesse Sanchez. Gallardo's a sneaky play at 73. I'll be honest. He's a scary play every time you use him. But uh, against that Angels offense, which is pretty darn dismal outside of Trout, Calhoun, and Pujols, Gallardo at 73 is not the worst play in the world tonight. Um, Chavez... He's got upside, but I'm staying away just from what I've seen with the Mariners' bats against him, and they're due to wake up. That's all, that's all I have to say on that one. So for the Angels, outfield, obviously Trout at 54. Calhoun at 39 is nice and cheap, too, if you're going that direction. Shortstop, uh, not too much to like there. Third base, you can go Yunel Escobar. This offense just isn't that good. I do like second base, shortstop eligible, Danny Espinosa at 31. is a nice punt play up the middle. Say you're paying up for the Goldie stack that I mentioned. You could put Espinosa at short or second for 31. There's other cheap middle infield options we've mentioned tonight to go in those stacks. Keep that in mind. And Pujols, $4,200, has had pretty darn good success against Gallardo. Um, I just wrote it down here a second ago. He's 14 for 32, which is a 438 average of four homers. Sure, it's not the biggest sample size, but 32 at bats is horrible. And uh, it's pretty, pretty solid stuff against Gallardo. Moving on to Seattle side of things, which I like a little bit tonight. They're going to be sneaky. Shouldn't be too high owned. Over-under is 8.5, so they're still expecting runs here. It's in Southern California. Um, Nelly Cruz at 4,300. He has hit uh, hit him well. He's, he's taken him yard three times. Mitch Hanniger at $3,500. I like a lot. Off to a good start this season. Hit near the top of that order. Much cheaper relief in this game. Gene Segura, second base shortstop eligible at 4200 I like him. Seager, $3,900. Nice, cheap third base option. And then Robbie Cano, don't you know, at 42 is a solid look there. So I love Cano tonight. I really like Seager. Segura's not bad. Uh, and in the outfield, you got Cruz and Hannig- uh, uh, fuck, Mitch Hanniger. If you want to go like a Hanniger, Cruz, Cano, I'm all for that three-way right there. And then don't forget about Seager and Segura when you're sprinkling around. But I like that three-way a ton. So there you have it, folks. There's your 10-game evening slate. We covered the five games earlier. Quick recap of the 10-game. We'll look at Liriano at 8,900. 8, Wheeler at 8,000. Brett Anderson at 6,400. Garrett at 55. And if you want to sprinkle in some Gallardo at 73, knock yourself out. Uh, some of these teams are stupid pricey, but if you want some cheaper catchers, Stephen Votes, first base catcher eligible at 38. And then, like, Travis Dearnard at 31. Barnett at 27. I mean, Barnhart. Derek Norris at 26, your cheaper options there. Going over to first base, you got your expensive bats we've all mentioned. Uh, $4,700, I love Santana if you start. Jose Abreu at 44 is not bad. 
Adam Duvall, first base outfield eligible at 41. Love Ryan Healy at 4K. Then you have Hosmer and Morales and Pujols as well. A lot of good first basemen to target tonight. Second base, you have some expensive in the Altuve Odor combos. Dozier at 46 against Holland is a great play. That's relatively cheap for Dozier against a lefty. Cano at 42 is very good. Drury at 37. Walk, Neil Walker at 36. And then don't forget, Wilmer Flores in the Mets. Second base, third base eligible at $3,300. Mashes lefties, likely to play first base for them. Sneaky, sneaky GPP play there with Wilmer Flores. Third base, you have the high price guys. Uh, Jose Ramirez, third base outfield eligible for the, the Indians, 43. Like him a lot. Longo at 42. Mr. Jake Lamb at 42 is a great play. Sano, third base outfield eligible at 42 is a great play. Kyle Seager, 39 is okay. Keep an eye on Hernan Perez for the Brew Crew. Love Moustakis at 3200 That's a criminal price. Joey Gallo, third base outfield eligible at 4 k Sneaky GPP there. And then Marwin Gonzalez, first base, third base eligible for 3200 Sneaky GPP play as well. At shortstop, Lindor at 45 uh, Addison Russell at 41. I like his Drupal Cabrera at 37. You, you could Chris Owings to be a little different with the, uh, the Arizona stack for 37. And then Danny Espinosa at 31, second base shortstop eligible as well. The outfield is absolutely loaded. You know, you got Trout, Braun, Brantley, Chu. Billy Hamilton's a sneaky look at, I believe he's like 4K. Chris Davis at $4,600. Love him. Suspendus 44. Pollock 43. You got Nelly Cruz. Melky Cabrera at 4100 and Nomar Mazar at 4100 are both really good looks as well. Low Kane at 4000 David Peralta at 39 is underpriced. So if you're having any Royals, I mean, D-backs exposure, you have to have Peralta in there. Naquin at 38 Hanniger at 35 is a sneaky cheap play as well. Don't forget Ricky Weeks Jr. at 22 If you want an ultimate punt outfield, $2,200 is just dumb. You're stacking the Mets versus Chen, the Royals versus Fears. My top stacks... Arizona against Tomlin, Cleveland against Miller, Houston against Vargas, Minnesota against Holland, Texas against Alcatara, and Oakland against Griffin are my top stacks. You could also do Seattle and Chicago White Sox. Sorry, we're at an hour, and I have talked my head off for you guys, but there's a ton. It's a 15-game slate, 15 baseball games. That's 30 teams. Uh, We have a five-game day, 10-game evening, tons to attack. You got Coors in the day. You got, like, five teams priced like they're in Coors at night. But there's value to be had. Pitching is pretty rough, so you'll be able to afford a lot of the big bats you want. But it uh, should be a fun night. It's all over the board. be nice to have some aces back. I really like uh, I like building lineups around really talented pitching and then taking the value bats. I feel like I can expose more there. When you can play all the top guys, it's dicey, and you have to really, really leave money on the table to win those GPPs most nights. But uh, good hitting environments tonight. Weather looks overall okay. Lots of good over-unders. Lots of eight and a halfs or higher. The night slate four nines or higher. Do your research. There's tons of good podcasts besides just this one. I'm not I'm not the overall stats guy like some guys are. I'm not talking, you know, XFIP and WOBA and all that stuff. Very good information. You can get that elsewhere. I can direct you there if you want. But uh, check me out on Twitter, at BDNTrick. I'm always there to help you out with any questions you have. Check us out at thesportsdgens.com. Big UFC pay-per-view, UFC 210 tomorrow night. Check out the preview pod of myself. Doc and Dougie, good stuff as always there. The Masters is off and roaring. Enjoy that this weekend. Uh, Have a good weekend. Good luck tonight. Let's make some money. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, April 7th edition. 
Uh, might not. I'll try to get something out this weekend, but weekends are usually tough for me. So I will do my best. If not, I'll see you Monday. Good luck, everybody. Thank <laughs> you.